Good morning. Welcome to With God at Dawn. The title of our reading today is Christ's name is our password at the throne of grace. It's John fourteen thirteen. Whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Through Christ we may present our petitions at the throne of grace. Through him, unworthy as we are, we may obtain all spiritual blessings. Make your request known to your Maker. Never is one repulsed who comes to him with a contrite heart. Not one sincere prayer is lost. Amid the anthems of the celestial choir, God hears the cries of the weakest human being. We pour out our heart's desire in our closets. We breathe a prayer as we walk by the way, and our words reach the throne of the monarch of the universe. They may be inaudible to any human ear, but they cannot die away into silence, nor can they be lost through the activities of business that are going on. Nothing can drown the soul's desire. It rises above the din of the street, above the confusion of the multitude to the heavenly courts. It is God to whom we are speaking, and our prayer is heard. Ask in my name, Christ said. Christ is the connecting link between God and man. He has promised his personal intercession. He places the whole virtue of his righteousness on the side of the suppliant. He pleads for man, and man, in need of divine help, pleads for himself in the presence of God, using the influence of the one who gave his life for the life of the world as we acknowledge before God our appreciation of Christ's merits, fragrance is given to our intercessions. As we approach God through the virtue of the Redeemer's merits, Christ places us close by his side, encircling us with his human arm, while with his divine arm he grasps the throne of the infinite. Yes, Christ has become the medium of prayer between man and God, he has also become the medium of blessing between God and man. He has united divinity with humanity. Pray, yes, pray with unshaken faith and trust. The angel of the covenant, even our Lord Jesus Christ, is the mediator who secures the acceptance of the prayers of his believing ones. Was this trying to tell us? is that we, you and I, we can't make ourselves good enough to come into God's presence, to God's throne. Now, God wants us to come to his throne. He's made provision so that we can. Exodus 33, 20, end of verse 23 as well, God tells Moses that you can't see my face, for no man can see me and live. And verse 23 says, you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. I know that there are people who try to spiritualize away that, uh, but that's just a literal rendering of what God told him. And for us as well, we cannot see his face because we still have fallen sinful nature and it couldn't exist in his presence. Physically, chemically, in any, in any way, uh, until we're transformed at Jesus' coming, we are not able to be in his presence without a mediator. That's what Jesus does for us. He's represented by the ladder in Jacob's dream. 
and we must remain in him. Um, there was an article that was published January 8, 1984. I'm going to read just a couple things from it for you. Where um, a human embryo transplant happened. And uh, let's see. It says here, any day now a baby is expected to be born in California who will be the first in the world to owe its life to a procedure known as human embryo transfer. A few weeks later, another California baby is expected to become the second example of this newest method of providing children to couples unable to conceive them naturally. Neither child will be genetically related to the woman who will give it birth. Each baby was conceived within the body of another woman, altogether an ovum donor, and is the result of the union of its father's sperm and the donor's egg after five days within the donor's uterus, at a time when it consisted of only 80 to 100 cells arranged in a fluid-filled sphere. Each embryo was removed by a process known as lavage or washing out and then placed within the infertile womb of its father's wife, where it developed normally. When the California births occur, one may just have done so, and the other is due in late February. Fertility and Genetic Research, uh, Inc., which is a privately financed Chicago company, will intensify its efforts to, to patient or patent, excuse me, patent the procedure that created the children. So, what is now an experimental process? So, we'll, it may one day become uh, common, although I haven't heard much about this lately. But <clears throat> in this way, that baby, as long as it's in its mother, it can go anywhere that she goes. It can go wherever she goes and um, be protected and provided for. And in that sense, we are in him. Mm -hmm. So we, um, in 1 John 2, 4, says that if any man know him and keep not his commandments, he's a liar, the truth isn't in him. Verse 5 says, if we're keeping his word, the love of God is perfected in us, and hereby we know we are in him. So this is the evidence to us that we are in, in Christ, and that way we can stay in Christ by keeping his word. And he will keep us in him and will be, as it were, like an embryo. And he would be, like, in that poor comparison I'm coming up with, like an umbil umbilical cord between us and God, that we could come to God through him. Um, I know that's not a great comparison, but Colossians 2.10 says that we are complete in him, we're buried with him, we're risen with him, and in him we are forgiven and may approach the throne of grace. Revelation 1.6 tells us that Jesus made us kings and priests to God. Sounds like that we can approach his throne in Jesus, as though we were a king or a priest. Because in Jesus, Jesus is our mediator. He is a king and a priest. So that's not a perfect illustration. But um, we can go anywhere in Christ and be safe in him. And God will answer the prayers of those who are in Christ and he wants this. He's made this provision for us. And when we read in Revelation the, um, the message to the church of Laodicea, 
Jesus is the true witness, and he tells us, he recommends that we buy of him gold tried in the fire, white raiment that we might be clothed, and eye salve that we might see. And these are the things that he provides for us, and we will be in him. His righteousness is, is the robe. The salve is, um, I think it's his word, and the, um, what was the other? Gold tried in the fire is our faith that works by love, and the white raiment is Christ's righteousness. Anyway, when we study that, we will understand how to be in him as well, and he uh, will make us able to be in God's presence and approach him. So it's something that you may want to look into more, more on your own study, how to be in Christ, stay in Christ, be clothed in Christ, have faith in his righteousness, his ability to save. He's everything to us. Thank you. Let's just have prayer together. Dear Jesus, thank you that you have provided a way for us to come to our Father, and that you have told us that peace be to you as soon as you were resurrected, that we can now have peace and be in you until one day you can transform us to be in your image so that we can no longer have to be concerned with our fallen nature. Oh, hallelujah, we look for that day. I pray for those who are here with me this morning that they may experience walking with you and being in you as well. Thank you, Jesus, in your name. Amen. All right, my friends. Have a wonderful day, and uh, thank you for being patient with me as I stumble along, for I'm trying to <clears throat> do these studies without writing everything down. I think it's a good exercise for me. Uh, God bless you today.